Mamba mentality of NBA legend. The Mamba mentality moved from being a mere Twitter hashtag to an inspirational phrase, reflecting on the iconic Kobe's playing days and how his mindset and efforts brought him undisputable success on the court, that inspires people from different walks of life. Pau Gasol, his six-year teammate on the Lakers refers to Kobe as one of the greatest players to ever play the game and highlights how pivotal he was to his career. His mindset was unmistakable, it was all about winning. Pau described Kobe's mentality from the first interaction he had with him. He talked about how his determination was unparalleled and how much work he put into preparing for a game which helped the team win so many times. This book is a window into the mind of someone who mastered the game and could even make you a better player as a reader. His level of play and records in the NBA can only be achieved through dedication and perseverance. Kobe's longest-serving coach, Phil Jackson, described his time with him as phenomenal. Phil became the Lakers coach when Kobe was 20 years old, and he expressed his knowledge of the game as one who had been a pro for years. As the new Lakers manager, he wanted to implement the triangular system in the team and was impressed at how much Kobe understood the method. Unfortunately, Kobe couldn't start the season with the rest of the team as he was out with a broken wrist in the preseason, missing the first 14 games of the new season. About a month after Kobe got back to active play, he already felt limited by the system he had so much knowledge of. The coach realized this when former NBA player, Jerry West, had a conversation with Phil about how Kobe was asking questions about his playing days. Kobe was curious as to how Jerry and his then-teammate Elgin Baylor scored 30 points each in a game when sharing the ball, and he admitted he was worried about not achieving that with the Lakers through the current system. That revealed his drive, it was solid, and he went on to score over 33,000 points 33,643 in his career, ahead of Michael Jordan and behind only Karl Malone and Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. In the beginning, Phil had some issues with his discipline as he would break from team plans in-game to create scoring opportunities for himself, sometimes jamming up the attacking flow. Over time, both learned to tolerate each other, and Kobe got more disciplined, understanding it would take that to win championships. That paid off, as the LA Lakers went on to win three championships in a row, breaking off from the stigma of losing out in the playoffs in previous seasons. Of course, Kobe was the driving force, and Shaquille O'Neal was the key man in offense. Kobe's scoring prowess didn't start in his early years though, he wasn't a three-point shooter standing off when his teammates played shooting contests. He then took it upon himself to improve that, working diligently in training to get his three-point shots right. It paid off, Kobe went on to become a goal-scoring machine, and in the 2005-2006 season, he averaged over 35 points per game, becoming the highest scorer in the NBA for that season. His determination was phenomenal, Phil mentioned. He would go through extreme routines to prepare himself for a game and even when Phil thought he had about five or six years left in his career, he went ahead to play for about ten more years of NBA high-intensity basketball, changing the landscape. This book gives more insights into his playing days with the Lakers, breaking away from the norm and creating a reputation as one of the best players to ever grace the court game. The next two chapters, Process, and Craft are the accounts of Kobe himself, speaking about his career and how he attained his success. Kobe had no fear. When it came to basketball, Kobe had no fear. He tried to incorporate new things to his game immediately and without restraints, without any fear of looking bad or messing up. His reason would be his focus on the result. 
No matter how many times he misses, once he gets it right, it becomes an added skill. He started adding new elements to his game as a kid, and the goal was clear from the start, being the best. This self-motivated man was willing to give everything, and he would show his toughness by picking offensive fouls in games to make it clear to the opposing defense. His willingness to do more was the fun part of him, and he was prepared to figure anything out to dominate. He did biblical workouts, even till midnight. Workouts were vital to him. Kobe got into the NBA at 17 and started lifting weights since then, focusing on strengthening one group of muscles at a time. His lift routine was every day except Wednesdays and weekends, lifting very heavily. Putting in work late at night was purposeful, it was about getting extra hours for workouts each day. He would start working out at 11, doing a few hours, followed by a four-hour rest then back at it by 5 for another two hours. If he started at 5 a.m. instead, he'd go till 7, get back at it by 11 to 2 then do a 6 to 8 afterward. Kobe trained both his body and mind. It wasn't just about the body, the mind had to be in sync too. Not having a wavering mind is the key. Kobe trained his mind on focusing through reading, paying attention in class, and practice, this helped his being present. His focus did help him get his jerseys up there, having quite some big names at his retirement ceremony. Jerry West, Bill Russell, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, Magic Johnson, and James Worthy served as mentors to Kobe and were all present at the ceremony. Film study was all about detail. Studying film to detail was also his thing. Kobe loved studying by watching videos from a very young age, asking all the right questions in the process. He identified that his perspective of learning from videos changed when he started paying attention to what was missing or what should be there, instead of what was there, which helped his progress. Kobe's mental preparation varied based on his headspace. Music also aided his mental preparation as he had a type of music to listen to for every situation. Need to get keyed up? Hard music is now playing. When he needed to soothe, some soft high school music will do the trick, and he had no music at all at times when he needed the calm. It was about being aware of his feelings and what suited him at the time. He started off his routines close to the basket. To Kobe, achieving greatness was all about making sacrifices, and having your loved ones make sacrifices too. It's a tough choice, but greatness doesn't come easy, and one needs to find a balance between being obsessed about one's craft and being with their family. Greatness can't be achieved by walking a straight line, so one needs to put in the work. How did his routine start? I would start short, and work on my touch. Always. Always. Always, he said. That's how he would start his routine so as to get his muscle firing. He would then work himself through situational looks he would get to in the game and walk his body through scouting report. He could run all day. Being in great shape matters in becoming a great basketballer. Aside from the rigorous training, extra work needs to be put in to make sure your legs and lungs are at peak performance, and that's what Kobe does. Cardio works were about recovery for him because basketball required short bursts, hit it fast one moment then recover in the other, then go again. He asked a lot of questions. Kobe was curious. He always wanted to be better, improve, learn, and have a better knowledge of the game. Irrespective of who Kobe was with, he would ask questions, and many people appreciated his curiosity, and even though others weren't so okay with it, he'd ask anyway. This man who asked lots of questions didn't hold back when he had to work. The mentality was, just do it. 
Doing so much work could get tiring for him, but it gave him that extra energy during the dog days of the season, especially in the playoffs. He always tried to entertain no distractions in-game, and even after the game, the work continued for him. A song of ice and fire. Although it wasn't about getting in the gym right after, it was about recovery. Kobe would ice his knees and shoulder with both feet in an ice bucket for about 20 minutes. It helped to gear up for the next routine. Another recovery process he did was contrasted therapy, switching between cold and hot water at intervals to loosen up joints and numb some body parts. This treatment helps in treating the cause of a pain than just its effects. A stiff ankle could cause issues in the knees, and hips, so if the ankle is very well activated and moving, then it helps to keep the upper body alive. Kobe would make sure his fingers are stretched adequately before every game. He has a pinky finger which never recovered from a torn tendon injury, so he had to pull all the way. His routine changed over time, but not his approach. During his time with Shaq on the Lakers, they were the powerhouse of the team, and their energy was the club's energy. So, for them to be in sync, sometimes they'd train together which allowed them to joke around and get ready for a game. With Kobe, the ideology was, why change the winning team, and that was the case of his physical therapist, Judy Seto, when he realized their energy matched. He stuck with her for years as they were able to push themselves to the limit and even beyond. Same as Gary Vitti, an Italian craftsman with tape who loves what he does and his neuromuscular therapist, Barents Betos who is a perfectionist. He had a great team of people around him. He hurt his ankle badly. His worst sprained ankle of his career came in the Game 2 of the 2000 NBA Finals and that caused him to alter his game. He had to change his movements, how he moved, and how much force he could apply at certain instances, usually trying to even on one ankle. He was only out for Game 3, though, as a simulation therapy was used to help him play the rest of his series. He had to come up with a way to strengthen his ankles, and tap dancing was the way. He hired an instructor and started going to the studio, and worked on it all summer of that year. Another of his significant injuries was in 2013. He tore his Achilles with just three minutes left in the game against the Warriors, and he could tell right away it was terrible. He had to have an operation the next day, one which required his scar tissues not to settle in. Many thought he wouldn't be able to come back from the injury, but he beat all odds and got back in the court, he didn't let an injury determine his retirement. Relationships that helped nurture his career. Kobe goes ahead to talk about the people he had great relationships with and helped nurture his career. He believes mentors are quite essential to achieve success. He had a father-son relationship with Jerry West, a former Lakers great whom he asked tons of questions and always got answers. Others were Magic Johnson, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, Muhammad Ali, Bill Russell, and Brian Scott. A good coach is of utmost importance. The importance of a good coach can't be overemphasized. The best coaches tell you how to think and try to arm you with the fundamental tools to execute correctly. Showing you how to find the fishes is way better than telling you where the fishes are, and that's what great coaches do. Phil Jackson was more than just a coach to Kobe, he saw him as a visionary. Phil was able to teach every aspect of the game and relay his message with absolute clarity. That's the coach to be with. The excellent relationship between Phil and Kobe brought a lot of success with so many trophies won, who would expect less from a combination of both. Tex Winter, Phil's assistant coach, was also a genius. He explicitly taught the process of the game and never left out any details. Brilliance mixed with patience defined him, and that made him rare. 
Referees have difficult jobs. Kobe had a way of getting the better of referees by treating them like the underappreciated and emotional humans he thought they were. It can be tough for referees to keep up with the intensity of the game and making all the right decisions, and when they did well, they never get any mentions. Reading the referee's handbook also helped him to figure out their positioning and blind spots to get away with minor violations. The design of Nike. A fun part of Kobe was how much attention he paid to the design of his Nike signature shoes. He loved paying attention to craft and details and cared about how the weight of the shoes were distributed, the materials used, the cut, traction, and durability of the shoes. To him, the shoes were enablers to his job, and they needed to feel perfect. His attention to detail and craft brought about his idea of the low-top sneakers, and even when Nike said no, he was able to pitch his concept clearly and the shoes turned out to be an evolutionary revolution. Under pressure. Big shots were just another shot to Kobe, and he entertained no pressure taking them. He sized up Rip Hamilton one time in the finals and made a winning three-point shot. His footwork was very vital in getting his attack spots in one or two dribbles and body positioning for manipulating the defense. The footwork approach he learned in Europe while he was young was an added advantage as other players in the NBA used a different approach. Ability to use both hands equally and being able to withstand hits from the opposing defense was also a plus for him. Kobe's combination with the big guy Shaq was a dominant one, as he would always attack and fake shots then assist Shaq to score. After Shaq left, the physical approach Kobe had learned from him helped him to punish guards in the league. Kobe didn't only learn from Shaq, though, he made his first team all-defensive after learning the move your puppy style from Gary Payton. Kobe had an issue with getting over screens and guarding the ball and Gary helped him through it. The best defensive player Kobe might have ever faced was KG, a wizard in defense. He captained every defense he played in and had the commanding mentality with versatility in his arsenal. KG never backed down from any challenge and was always ready to come at you. A critical period in Kobe's career was the end of his first season in the NBA. His strength failed him and his legs were spaghetti, and they lost off to Utah in the semis. What did Kobe do afterward? He responded by getting on an intense weight training program. By the next season, he was ready to go. In fact, by 2003 season, he was unstoppable. All Lakers had to do was surround him with the best talents so they could challenge for the championship season in season out. Great players Kobe enjoyed playing against. Kobe did face some great players in the opposing teams who were really up for a challenge. The likes of Allen Iverson, Dikembe Mutombo, one of the greatest defensive players of all time, Hakeem Olajuwon, Vince Carter who set the world on fire and sparked up debates, Tim Duncan, Tracy McGrady, Paul Pierce, Tony Allen, Ray Allen, Dwayne Wade, and Kevin Durant. The challenges from these guys helped Kobe even push harder and make him ascertain his place as a great. Talking about Kobe's injuries, he had a fair share of it in his 20 years as a pro basketballer. But with his tough mindset, he was always about what had to be done to get back to 100%. Sometimes when he had small injuries, he would still want to play through it. He would practice what he could do and what not during and after recovery from injuries then establish his limitations and also adjust his game plan accordingly. Amidst the injuries, he never shied away from getting hit, in fact, he enjoyed contact. Comparing him with LeBron, who had a more significant height and width, he enjoyed getting hit more, and that reflected in the head-to-head -head matchups. 
LeBron would use his body to his advantage when defending as he was usually stronger than the opponents, he used more of his forearm. However, Kobe liked the physicality and was always ready for it, both knew that to win the championship, you had to take it upon yourself as the leader of the team to take on the best opposing player. Another player that cherished the idea of stopping Kobe was Russell. In turn, Kobe loved to show his arsenal of weapons. Trick him on the court sometimes by throwing him a hard pump fake and get right through him or attract a foul. Other times he'd shoot over the top and take Russell to spots where he could overpower him. Kobe talked about his time with Derek as well. He tagged him as a natural leader who was a stable influence in the Lakers team. He believed it was a family-induced thing, and it helped them in the team. Meta was also a player he loved playing with, in the team. He made Meta realize that being in a team of talents doesn't guarantee the championship and Meta did put in the work. The agony of defeat as low as the joy of winning is high. Winning the championships was everything for Kobe, and he saw it as one of the greatest joys on the planet. The feeling always made him want more, and he didn't want to feel the agony of defeat. The game took him everywhere and provided him with opportunities he only ever imagined. It helped him develop other aspects of himself, including how to create and write. The game took him everywhere, and now he is taking the game everywhere. Facts and Figures 33,643 total points attained, third behind Kareem Abdul-Jabbar and Karl Malone. 81 points scored in a game, most ever points in an NBA game after the three-point line introduced in 1979. Kobe spent a total of 20 seasons with Lakers, longest tenure by any guard with one team in NBA history. Youngest player, won the NBA slam dunk at 18. Five championships won 2000, 2001, 2002, 2009 and 2010. Jersey numbers 8 and 24 retired at Lakers. Scoring titles and two Olympic gold medals. Conclusion. Now that you have been into the mind of the great player, Kobe Bryant, you should have been well equipped with the understanding and strategies of becoming a better player and teammate. Try this, as a player or a lover of the game, keep in mind that to be as successful as Kobe, it takes a lot of hard work, dedication, and a tough mindset. Be consistent with your workout and keep pushing to beat your previous record.